0: To start off by saying that, if I'm being honest. Thank you. Thank you for that. <laughs> What's up, you guys? I feel like it has been 90 years. It
1: really does. We were gone one week, and it feels like 600 gazillion years have passed. Like, Trip I don't remember the last time I sat and recorded with you. <laughs> I know. A part of me was like... Obviously, I want to tell Haley like what happened on this week's episode, but also like, I miss Haley because I'm so used to now to talking to you people know. week about The Bachelor. It's been
0: a wild couple of weeks. Um, it has been. Work has been insane for me as well as just other aspects of my life. So we took a week off last week because, honestly, the episode was
1: boring. Yeah. For Okay, here's the thing. We had crazy lives. Haley had a ton of things going on with work. I had a lot going on with work, but mostly school. And we just kind of like needed to like keep our heads above water. And the episode really wasn't going to address like any real problems. Yeah, or anything important. It's like, what is like with everything happening in Bachelor Nation, is what the Bachelor Nation community is what they need right now is two more white girls just talking about, like, unimportant drama. Yeah. No! Exactly. No. No. So we took a week off, and we Mm -hmm. obviously, like, those issues still are going to be addressed and are going to continue to be addressed, and it's not just like, oh, it's been a week, racism is cured Mm -hmm. and fixed in the Bachelor Nation industry. Ha ha ha. Mm -hmm. But we are... Back now, and just kind of took last week off to support ourselves, but also support other voices and let them mm-hmm. have more room and not mm-hmm. try to like butt ourselves in. Yeah. If that makes sense.
0: Yep. The Bachelor Nation franchise is saturated enough with voices like ours. So, mm-hmm. and we're fully aware of that.
1: <laughs> we're not fully over aware. here. We're not over here contributing anything new to this see exactly but it's the truth i mean we're just doing this for fun we're doing it as a fun we're self-aware we're not self-aware
0: we didn't invent a bachelor podcast no (laughs) we didn't invent the that concept
1: no and so if right i really hope that no one is thinking like oh i really hope i hear what these two white girls have to say on this matter because if that's the case I'm going to direct you to like five other podcasts that have yeah. far more like experience and life experience yeah. and knowledge in these factors rather than yeah. me saying, well, this is what I would imagine. Cause yeah. that's not, that's not what you yeah. should be listening to.
0: Yeah. And that's not to say that we don't not have those opinions. And we're like, oh, yeah. those people who are like, I don't believe in politics. That's not how <laughs> we feel, but no,
1: we are very political person. <laughs> yeah,
0: we just, we think that there are people who, feel how we feel but can voice it way better and are more important people to listen to.
1: Yep, exactly. And they and those people are speaking in bachelor nation. Yes. So that's the people that you should listen yes. to right now. Yes. Not us.
0: Any Okay, so big piece of tea that has I think has happened since last time we recorded. Um Rachel Lindsay removed herself from social media. Yeah. Is she still off of, she is still off social media, correct? I think so. Let me look. Um, because she was getting, I mean, cyberbullied. Yes.
1: like And harassed. Relentlessly cyberbullied for being mean to Chris Harrison. Or causing this whole downfall of Chris Harrison. No. Chris Harrison was the one that caused his downfall. Like, what are you talking about? Chris Harrison was the one that decided to, like, say those words and talk like that on tv to her
0: okay so she is back on instagram good just good um she's back chris harrison went on an interview with good morning america i think Mm -hmm. i did not watch it we're the worst podcast host ever um but i heard that he it wasn't very good it just I heard it was just very scripted and just lacked any sort of, like, it just wasn't very
1: genuine. This leads me to a question that I address later on in my notes. Okay, I'm going to look you in the eye via Zoom right now. Why do we watch this show? (laughs) I was thinking, when was the last time this series brought me joy? (laughs) (laughs) This season
0: in particular has just been, like, a doozy. This season in particular. Um... I, See, mean, I mean, I liked Tayshia and Zach. Tayshia and Zach, Zach brought me joy. Cute.
1: And I didn't watch that season, which is my own fault. But I was thinking, I was like, okay, so over the seasons I start, I started off with Ari, bad season to start with. Horrible season. <laughs> <laughs> but then I believed that something good could happen for Becca. Terrible, terrible things happened. <sighs> <laughs> and, <laughs> and then Blake Horseman there, brought
0: me joy, though.
1: Blake did, but then seeing him cry, sadness. Yeah, we get Colton. I'm happy for a minute because I really rooted for him and Cassie. Then that comes ruined. comes, uh, comes crumbling next. down when we find next out up. the person he's really like. Yes, um, Hannah season terrible. <laughs> okay,
0: I will say though, I will say, obviously, Hannah season was heartbreak city, <laughs> but as a whole, that season was phenomenal like that was one of their best seasons in a long time like you had the real connection she had with tyler you had like the crazy drama with luke p mm-hmm. you had like the guy that she got distracted by in jed you had this like bombshell that got dropped that you knew about but she didn't know about yet in the show that season was perfectly executed
1: yeah yeah it was pretty good um and then
0: after Peter. hannah
1: Pe- don't even talk about don't. <laughs> I was like trying to think what came after Hannah, and then I realized it's because I've blocked Peter's season out of my mind. I saw a photo. um, Peter's top four got together for like a vacay, and one of the girls, I think it's Kelsey, Mm -hmm. Kelsey the blonde girl, I forgot who she was. That's how invested Mm -hmm. I was in that season. I was like, Who is she that's how i'm gonna be with this season she went to hometowns and i could not Mm -hmm. tell you who she was (sighs) plus oh my god i need to talk about hannah ann logs (laughs) on (laughs) to instagram and chooses violence every day that girl is in another galaxy (laughs) not just another planet like another galaxy. <laughs> I'm gonna show you this photo because I, I was looking today. Like, what? As I was collecting tea, she is wearing <sighs> denim capris and a matching <laughs> capri crop top with puff sleeves.
0: Oh no! Oh, those are like capri capris. Capris, those are like true capris.
1: Capris, of course, sponsored by Revolve. <laughs> but. I, and the fact that that season gave her this platform to terrorize me. She
0: was engaged to Peter <laughs> Weber. She was literally the winner.
1: Also, there was a TikTok of a girl bringing home Peter after a night out on the bars in New York. So, yeah, <laughs> I saw it on Reddit. Yeah, so I don't know what it was, but... Oh, yeah, that's some other gossip.
0: Kelly and Peter are supposedly back together. Dale and Claire are supposedly back no. together.
1: Dale and Claire apparently, as of today, don't see a future together.
0: Oh, thank you for being on top of it. Where'd you see yes. that?
1: Um, I saw it when I Googled Claire and Dale to see what they were up to. Okay. And um, so apparently they don't see a future together, but they are hanging out, you know, like you do with your ex that you don't see a future together with. <laughs> like you
0: do with your ex that you got engaged to after a week. Yeah. Who then dumped you publicly.
1: Gives me big um, like um like yeah, like you tell your friends like, oh yeah, I don't think we're gonna be together, but like in your mind you like think that you're gonna be together and you just like don't yeah. wanna More don't like wanna be vulnerable.
0: Like you think you could be friends with your ex. And I'm sure there is a certain breed of people that can do that, but not many.
1: <laughs> not when you were engaged to them on national television. No.
0: Exactly. I think
1: you I think you give yourself a few months maybe to get over Correct. that. Yes. Um, is there any, what other Bachelor Tea? I feel like I screenshot things. I love that there's just this photo of Hannah terrorizing me in my chat right now. Yeah, so Peter's. Um, Oh, Peter's can, four so. are on a vacation together right now. Like right now? Like right now, which I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot COVID doesn't exist. Like, silly <laughs> me. Yeah, I'm so happy for me. them that
0: that's where they live in their mm-hmm. world. There's no COVID.
1: Silly me. And then also um, Maddie moved into that house that is made in out Dallas. of cardboard. She's my Navy. The house is made out of cardboard. Did yeah, you see that Kitchen bad. Island? Yeah, it's bad. If I leaned on that incorrectly, it would fall over.
0: Um... Wait, I think I have something. What was I gonna look up? Oh, also, they announced that Emmanuel H O Acho, Acho, sorry, um, is gonna be hosting the After the Final Rose. Mhm. Which, obviously, very glad that they picked a person of color to host, and he's a very good host. He mm-hmm. um does the like series difficult conversations with the black man. Mhm. Um, and he actually did one with Rachel Lindsay. Oh, cool. I'm a little surprised or interested that they didn't do a Bachelor Nation alum. Yeah. Corner. Yeah. Um, but maybe those people, I would not be surprised if no one was interested. So what? I'd love to know like, when, what went through their decision making.
1: That's how I feel about that. Like, I saw that and I was like, oh, no one from Bachelor Nation wants to be a part of this. But then I was like, would I want to be a part of this right now? Correct. Probably not. So, yeah.
0: That's what I was going to say. <gasps> Bachelor Nation Canada will be happening this summer, <laughs> which I am thrilled about.
1: Are we going to have a new thing to watch then?
0: Yes. Maybe? I don't care if it's no one we know. I'm still watching. Okay.
1: Um, that reminds me, because he hosts After the Final Rose, which we are neglecting to talk about one of the best parts of the Women Tell All that we did not watch. Um, the fact that Heather was cut out of it. <laughs> Okay, I don't want to talk about that
0: because I think that there is a very strong chance that that means Matt ends up with Heather. And if I've watched this entire season for that man to end up with Heather Martin, I may consider quitting this franchise altogether.
1: That's fair. That's fair. Because they did
0: that same edit with Kelly.
1: Yeah. Well, Kelly, we knew she was there, right? But they just like didn't show her. Heather, like they fully did not show her. No,
0: I heard they edited, I don't know. I don't, again, I've blocked Peter season out of my memory, but.
1: But do we think it's maybe in retaliation for the Dylan tweets? What about the Dylan tweets? Because Dylan's tweets were like, oh, they treated Heather so horribly. And so like. No, I don't think that's why. No.
0: I think, I think there's more to it. But well, maybe, yeah, because there know.
1: there is speculation. They were both in Santa Clarita, I believe. They posted separate Haley's crying. They posted separate Instagram <laughs> like location tags. See, okay, how I feel about Matt and Heather can be surmised in the TikTok audio of Fair enough. I'm a little confused, but,
0: but fair, fair enough. Fair enough. Do you know who that audio is originally from?
1: Who? All
0: right. Well, anything else, or should we get into it? Mm, no, I
1: don't think there's anything else.
0: Chris Harrison still sucks. <laughs> That's I'm about it.
1: Still, still somehow higher. Oh,
0: Rachel posted another. So she posted that initial statement, and since mm-hmm. then, she has posted like an Instagram video.
1: Yes. Um, yeah.
0: Further apologizing, providing anti racist resources, and. Um, I did like that she asked people to stop defending her because yes. if, if you recall, her first Instagram that she posted, people were in the comments, like, forgiving her that were, like, white people forgiving yeah. her. Yeah. The um, apology wasn't for you. <laughs> no. So, I do appreciate her being like, hey, I messed up. Please don't defend me. I yeah. appreciated that from her. Um, Not that, again, it's not my apology to take. Um, I do know, I do, I didn't watch it because, again, I'm a horrible podcast host. Um, but she did, I guess, like, the... F- the video itself was edited. um, Yeah.
1: And it kind of falls into this trope of Bachelor Nation forgiveness videos. Yeah Where it's, like, girls sitting on floor in, like, cozy, comfy wear. Yeah. And, like, she, like, very, like, stereotypical of, like, the YouTube influencer. Yeah. Yeah. And I will say when Hannah Brown
0: apologized, not that Hannah Brown is the holy grail by literally any stretch of the imagination. Hannah Brown did a live, I think, when she apologized. Like it was that's brave. Unedited. It was unedited. That's brave. I don't know. So it's interesting. Again, time will tell if it's performative or yeah. if if she's genuinely working on being anti racist. Yeah. Um,
1: I saw there were some good comments about her in um the Bachelor Reddit because for International Women's Day she went in and she made like a really informative story about women that are excelling in the world but also still like about a lot of the obstacles that women are facing and she talked about like supporting a lot of like black businesses and from reading the comments I mean I can make my own judgments on that but I also am not one of the people that's affected by what she did by going mm-hmm. to that plantation but from what I read in the comments people were saying like okay we feel pretty good about this like we feel like this is yeah. her she's done in the good first step way steps. yeah like doing good steps so yeah she's made she's made the right
0: first steps um she's owned up to it yeah she had from what i know she's owned up to it and she hasn't tried to downplay it yes which Uh. chris harrison can't say the same
1: (laughs) can't say the same for you chris god there was one other thing that i was going to talk to you about and i just can't remember it right now it's going to come to me in the middle of the night it's about becca martinez um, oh, Becca Martinez. Well, no, but Becca Martinez, kudos to Becca. She is on the cover of Parents Latina. Mm-hmm. Super cool. And so that's very she cool. Some good and stuff she, about that. Yeah, she posts some good stuff about that, some good stuff about her identity. Being, and, yeah, biracial. Yeah, and being biracial mm-hmm. and having people just, like, exclude her from that, which isn't mm-hmm. right at all. I love her. I will always... The Stan over here. Yeah, she
0: looks beautiful on that cover, too. It was was really good. Like, just the design of it looked really good.
1: Yeah, and her kids are just so adorable. So cute. I understand that, like, a lot of fresh babies are never cute, but her fresh babies are always cute. And then they just get cuter from there. It's magic. Um, I think that that's it, though, for this week. For this week's drums, if anything else comes to mind, you know I'll bring it up. Um, mm-hmm. God. Let's get let into it. Just, let me just make sure. I'm, like, thinking through what I... <gasps> no, I remember Peter's mom defending Chris oh Harrison on Instagram. I was perusing... Well, no, I was just scrolling through I have a fumbled Instagram. And, of course, I, like, f- have us follow Bachelor-related bachelor related hashtags and on there there was a post of someone defending chris harrison and barb or as you may know her by her instagram yummy. handle sweet nums i was gonna say yummy nums <laughs> i think it's sweet nums. Um, you're, no i think you're right she was in those comments being like oh chris i don't this is not a direct quote but defending chris harrison and i was like barb Please. Please, Barb.
0: Barb. Literally no one asked. Literally no one asked. No one asked for your son's opinion, let alone yours.
1: I'm like, Barb, there's so many other things for you to be doing than being a part of this franchise still. Or even, like, Barb, learn to take a step back. You can be a part of it, but learn that, like, you don't have to be the end-all be-all. Of course I'm saying that as a nobody who has a podcast about the franchise. but still stands okay ready to get into it oh you know i'm ready okay
0: okay let's do it
1: okay
0: so this week annie will be befumbling me or trying to at least
1: we'll see if i do okay so i know nothing about this week's episode She knows nothing. Um, She hasn't been on our our Instagram. I've surprisingly
0: seen no spoilers.
1: Yeah, there really hasn't been anything on social.
0: My guess is that Brie goes home.
1: Wow, that's a hot take. Okay, so we're going to start with the opener. So the opener begins with a conversation with Matt and his dad. But so as we know from earlier in the season, Matt had discussed how he really um, didn't grow up with his dad his dad wasn't a part of his life his him and his brother's life and so they had his dad on which really felt like a lot and like it was a conversation that they showed that I was who that I and like a lot of other people on social media were saying like should we have should we have been filming this and apparently there's like a similar situation with like Dean during his hometown
0: Mm -hmm, I remember that it was he a, has, like, a very strained relationship with his family.
1: Yeah. Where it was, like, a super estranged situation. And you're like, should we be filming yeah, this and airing that's it tricky, everyone? Because it's like, how much of
0: a say do do they have in that? I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Because um, part of me is like, well, just don't film that. But I don't know what kind of say they have in that.
1: Exactly. Okay. So there were some – it was a really difficult – conversation and there were also conversations about saying like oh this is the relationship that you're going to show on national television between a black man and his black father like that of an estranged father Mm -hmm. relationship where he left and okay so Matt put out a quote and I just want to read the full thing because I think it's important so he says tonight's convo with my dad was hard to experience and it's just as hard to watch all this time later especially knowing the world is watching with me I just wanted to say that too often we see dangerous stereotypes and negative depictions of black fathers in media and they have consequences when presented without context. All I hope is that people watch um, that conversation with nuanced care and also an understanding that there are real systematic issues at play. I am proud of myself for being vulnerable and I am so proud of my mother. I wouldn't be who I am without my dad. That's a fact. So I just want to read that statement. It was Mm -hmm. a really good statement, and it was a very vulnerable conversation.
0: Yeah, that would have been – God. I can't imagine how he felt having that put on TV.
1: Yeah, because a lot of the conversation was surrounding around the fact that he was saying, you know, like, I'm about to propose to these people, but, like, I never really had an example from you because you weren't here when I was a kid. And just discussing things with his dad, and his dad was also relating that he kind of had a – well, his dad had a very difficult upbringing, so Matt's grandpa was killed. Oh, my God. Yeah, so there's just so much trauma. Um, But Matt is really hurting, and he tells his dad, like, when I needed you, you weren't there. And mm. there's this one in the moment that broke Ugh. my heart where – I just don't
0: like this conversation. Yeah, this doesn't need to be on the show.
1: Yeah, but there was this conversation where Matt was saying that, like, you know, like when I was growing up, my dad would like show up sometimes and like he'd have new shoes and he'd like bring us pizza. But like I didn't need shoes. I didn't need pizza. I needed a dad. And like, oh, it like yeah, gives hard. me it gives me chills just to like yeah. think about. And he like broke down, like oh Oof. was a very like vulnerable moment. And I was like, I was really impressed that Matt yeah. was able well, to I'm like connect impressed. to that level. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm very impressed of his vulnerability and Mm -hmm. the statement that he made after the fact Mm -hmm. and his dad's bravery as well.
1: Yeah. And so then that goes into, so as he's talking with his dad, his dad says that he's sorry. He, like, asks for forgiveness. He says that he's Mm. sorry for hurting him. He's crying as well. Like, they hug. And Matt says he forgives him. It was so much. It was so much to start with. and
0: I just feel like, too, on a season (sighs) that has, like, in my opinion, really lacked emotional depth like, of any kind, um, that would be, like, so jarring to yes. start an episode with.
1: Yes, and it's clear that there's so much emotional depth to Matt that we haven't seen. Yeah, like that's is a bummer. Like, that's just a snippet. There's, there's so th- much
0: of Matt we haven't seen, both emotionally, his mm-hmm. personality. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Fully agree with that. Okay, but so, that was the opener. It was definitely, um... Definitely, like, mixed feelings on whether it should have been aired. I'm glad that's a conversation that they shared as family members. I think that's really important for both yeah. of them to have that. But I'm, like, did we need to show that to the so entire So how did they world?
0: introduce it? Like, he was, like, my dad's here and basically we're going to talk?
1: Yeah, basically. And it kind of went into saying, you know, like, I'm going to be – Settling down, and I never really had like an example from you, so mm-hmm. that's where it was interesting. <sighs> but then, so after that moment, we cut back to the women. We're waiting back at the resort. I almost said hotel, but we'll put we'll give some respect to the. You no know, I would have
0: called it a hotel.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we'll give some respect to the Nima Colin the resort, um, and we cut back to the women. We're just starting to get, like, those fantasy suites jitters, I guess you would say, where they're like, oh, my God, everyone is gone. Oh, my God, we get, like, unfiltered time with him. This is crazy. And so first date is Michelle, who I think it should be obvious by now, right now, I love Michelle the most for Matt brie the most for like other reasons yes like, I, want, I agree exactly I would, like i love brie i want brie as my
0: best friend and exactly, i want michelle as matt's wife
1: exactly completely and okay.
0: as my friend as well but
1: yes i would also love to be friends with michelle but like i see michelle with matt and i see brie like with texting me, me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly with me <laughs> like i said earlier when we are Talking about these contestants. We're not talking about them necessarily and how well they work with Matt. We're talking about how well they work with Matt and as our best friends. Very important.
0: <laughs> Very important.
1: Um, but so Michelle gets the first fantasy suite date. Um, and they are going to have a traditional Pennsylvania Dutch spa day. Okay. Which leads into our truths and lies about the activities, because we know we love to truth and lie about the activities of the date, because they're just always so it's ridiculous. Because they're just always so ridiculous. Like, I'm sorry. It's so easy to do. Why wouldn't we? Because um, they're just always so absurd. So oh, let's go. Two roses, one thorn. About the activities of this date. One of their activities on um, the traditional Dutch spa date is that they put their feet in oatmeal, soothing little oatmeal bath. Another part of this date is that they rub butter on each other. You know. Okay. I don't know if it was fresh out, freshly churned, but butter. And the third... Okay. Is that this entire Pennsylvania Dutch experience is in a windmill. Harkening back to the most, iconic, callback. the most iconic fantasy date of all time. The Peter Weber <laughs> windmill I incident.
0: am going to say that the butter is a lie just because I hope it is. Like I need it to be.
1: They rub butter on each other.
0: Are you serious?
1: Yeah, it wasn't in a windmill, shockingly enough.
0: You they really could have had
1: like a good moment with that, but it wasn't in a windmill.
0: You've befumbled me.
1: I befumbled you already, but yeah, so there were they were rubbing butter on they each rub- other where all over their whole bodies. That's they saying disgusting put their in oatmeal, they like um, there was like some kind of like dry brush thing that happened and he like whacked her butt with it uh there was does michelle a, have such
0: a good body i bet she does oh she
1: does she does good for she michelle so toned yes and strong yes because she's been carrying the weight of the world for her students
0: <laughs> period period and she does push up before she <laughs> yes before she's filmed
1: <laughs> yes um and so <sighs> what else do they do they like sat in like a giant tub of milk that was a part of it
0: this is horrendous this is terrifying um at tcu there's this thing called you'd be at tcu there's this thing called frog camp and at frog camp one of like one of the types of camps you do these games and they're called the grimy games am i making is that something else i don't know but no matter whatever you get in a pool of oatmeal and like a baby tub or baby pool of oatmeal and keep in mind that this oatmeal has been sitting out in the texas sun for a couple hours so that's that's what this is all reminding me of oh yeah and then it like literally cakes to you go frogs
1: ew Mm -hmm. ew
0: okay so that's what this date is reminding me of and i don't want a date to remind me of that
1: no 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 see the thing is like wasn't Hannah and Hannah and Tyler's fantasy sweet date was that massage date right? I think so. And imagine thinking like that's what your spa date was going to be like which regardless yeah. like both of the dates allowed them to do like sexy things like rubbing each other. Yeah,
0: but, but one, one of those feels Um, A lot more erotic than the other. One of those would get your juices flowing a lot more than the other. One of
1: those involves a shower afterward. A lot (laughs) more scrubbing because you have to get butter off of yourself. So. uh, Interesting. God. Okay. But so after the date, Matt kind of opens up to Michelle about his parents because her parents are like super in love with each other. So. He obviously had, like, a different situation with his mom mostly raising him and his dad. His dad was, like, cheating on his his mom and things like that. So it just wasn't, wasn't great for him to grow I up. I feel like
0: growing up, like, adulthood, one – I feel like adulthood is, like, a series of realizations. Mm-hmm. And I feel like one realization I made when I got older was, like, how deeply – your parents' relationship, like, affects your whole view of everything, but specifically, like, with relationships. Yeah. Yeah, fully. Like, it literally affects you so much. It's so interesting.
1: Yeah, and so he's opening up to her about that and his parents. Um, And then Michelle, it was really sweet. She called him her person, which I just thought was really sweet. And then she tells him that she's in love with Matt. And in between this sweet moment, we cut to a plot point that will continue throughout this this episode, which is we cut I back. I can to,
0: tell I hate it.
1: We cut back to the Nima Collin where Rachel is going insane.
0: Like spiraling?
1: Like spiraling. Like you would think that she didn't know that she signed up to be on a show where she dates a guy with multiple me. other girlfriends. She is losing it.
0: That always gets me. I mean, I, I would spiral too, but that's why I wouldn't go on the show.
1: Exactly. See, that's the thing that drives me the most insane about it is like, you fully know what you're signing up for when you go on the show. You know and that And if that's are, not a good vibe for you, don't do it. Yeah. If you can't handle the fact that you could get to the end, which I'm not trying to say that like you should put up with men that are having other girlfriends- because outside of this random no. reality TV show, that's not okay. But that is the premise of this reality TV yeah.
0: show. Yeah, that's literally the whole know. idea.
1: We all know that is the premise. And so having her, like, lose it, I'm like, you knew what was going to happen. Yeah. You knew yeah. if you got far enough, like, you need to prep yourself for the fact that, like, you're going to have to see him go off on these fantasy speed dates And it's not like seeing your boyfriend Braxton from Kappa Apple Pie (laughs) take another girl to formal. That's not the same situation. (laughs) It's not. It's a whole different boat. I don't know. That's something that has, and that's something that drove me insane. Last season on Peters, when Maddie was freaking out about that, and Vanessa, wait, was it? No, Victoria. Victoria. Victoria and Hannah were both just like, I mean, we knew this was going to happen. Yeah. It's like, fair enough.
0: (laughs) Fair enough.
1: I was like, I don't really like either of you all that much, but you're absolutely correct. This Mm -hmm. is something that you know going into it. And I don't know. I just think it's crazy. I also think it's crazy whenever anyone says like, well, if I was going to get engaged to a guy, I wouldn't want him to be like hooking up with someone else the week before. And I'm like, yeah, but you're also not on The Bachelor. (laughs) Yes. Which is the entire premise of the show. (laughs) Yeah. So that's my take on that. Um, and then I have a note underneath we cut to Rachel going insane. I have a note of Rachel has a bad attitude. I'll say it. But I'm right.
0: Yeah.
1: Um so after the date, they obviously they go to the fantasy suite together. They agree to go
0: and they choose to forego their individual they choose rooms
1: to forego their individual rooms that is the that line is <laughs> ingrained in my brain so you choose to forego your individual rooms oh um and so they have their date it's very nice the next morning they're all like cuddly cute you know the vibe Classic. classic you know you know the vibes baby
0: um were there was there um a birds and bees b-roll before when they came back from commercial birds and bees they always do a bird you'll notice it from now on they always do like b-roll when they come back like okay so they go off into the fantasy suite for the Uh night and there's commercial break and when the commercial break comes back it's always b-roll of like birds and bees chirping
1: i never noticed that now i'm gonna or like animals
0: it's always animals
1: okay like alert in the morning okay well i'll have to watch that So all I noticed was them, like, cuddling or whatever. Um, But then, obviously, like, they had a good night in the fantasy suite. It's not one of those, like, awkward Mm post-fantasy suite situations. And then they – Michelle says goodbye, obviously. She has to go back to the hotel. It's kind of cute. Like, oh, wait. No? Am I remembering correct? Yes. So it's in, like, this upper suite at the Nema Collin. And, like, Michelle walks outside and then Matt is, like, up all these stories ahead of her and he sees her and he's, like, Michelle. And she looks up and he's standing there on the balcony and he, like, blows a kiss and she oh catches gosh. it. It's so cheesy. Wait, so were they were the other women
0: sleeping, like, a couple stories down?
1: Most likely. In the same hotel. Most likely, Yes. <laughs> Most likely. I wonder okay, if there people. was someone like on a business trip in the next room over, you know?
0: <laughs> are they staying in – are the girls still all in the same, like, suite?
1: I would think because so. Because
0: they used to do it where everyone would be in their own room, like, at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I think it was like, – maybe it was Peter season or maybe it was this last season, Tasha's. But the men all had to stay in the same – like, they'd have to return after the fantasy suites.
1: Back to the same
0: area.
1: Yeah. Okay, so what was I trying to think of? Okay, so um, it's fine. It's good. They had a cute date, obviously, and Michelle returns back, and they do that thing where they make all the other women wait for the yep. wait for mm-hmm. them when they come back and see them all like post overnight with the man. Her, she's, what are you gonna say She's glowing. But so they come back, and Michelle is just, like, trying to be positive and be like, oh, yeah, yeah, it was really nice. We did this. We did a traditional Pennsylvanian Dutch spa day." And Rachel is just being so grumpy. Like, Bree is, like, kind of quiet. You can tell it's kind of affecting her. But Rachel's full-on, like, grumpy, grumpy the seven dwarf. Like, she is.
0: throwing a temper tantrum. Yes.
1: (sighs) Which, so then we find out that Brie is the next date. Of course. Not great for Rachel. <laughs> no. If she is already having issues. Great for the producers. Not great for Rachel. Great for the producers. The producers are like sick. We picked this absolutely correct. We picked the one that was going to be freaking out the most. <sighs> um, so then we go to Brie and Matt. And would you believe it? They are doing something outdoors. Yet again, poor Brie, poor Brie has been stuck with so many outdoor dates. Like I, there's nothing wrong with the outdoors. I completely, I, I'm not trying to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I'm not trying to be like. The outdoors suck. I like the outdoors, but would I like every single one of my dates be nice outdoors? Dinner
0: inside.
1: <laughs> a nice dinner. I could go to a spa like the other girls. An I arts could, and
0: crafts situation. I
1: could have an arts and crafts situation. There are. I could go on a hot air balloon. So many other situations. Outside, but... Well, but these she has to like get into it. Outside. Yeah, these are
0: down and dirty.
1: Yeah, she has to get down and dirty. She doesn't just get to have like a sweet hot air balloon. Yeah. Or anything. She has to do all of the dirty dates, which is unfair to her. I'm just like, did she make someone mad in the producer's office at some point? I don't know. Um it's weird. So Matt like tries to like haze her and like pretend like their fantasy suite, (laughs) like their fantasy suite date is gonna be in like this little tent. Which took me back to Becca Kufrin's fantasy suite location, if we recall, which was a tent. Do you remember this? I don't remember that. Becca Kufrin's fantasy suite location was a tent. With Ari? With Ari. It was a tent. I remember that. It was a I'll look that up. Um, um,
0: I do remember on this last season, Ivan's fantasy suite with Taisha was like a trailer. <laughs> Oh my um, god! It was like a fancy trailer.
1: No. Um. So, Bree says, "I don't know how all my dates end up outside because I am the least outdoorsy person." So I'm glad she's open. I'm glad she's honest. But they just they go for like a little hike and then they set up this um, tent and it's not even like a cute tent. It's like a fifty dollar walmart tent so she was thinking for a second like oh this is mine great (laughs) um and then they just like have a little bonfire and whatever before they go into the nighttime one which at the nighttime part they like gush about their moms they both love their moms especially growing up with single moms they like really connect on that level Mm -hmm. um and then brie explains kind of in her interviews that like what she really wants to get out of him is like finding out are you ready for an engagement like i need to know and so she asks him that and then he says like he explains his entire conversation with his dad and then that leads into brie talking about her relationship with her dad which she has a very estranged relationship with her dad and then she starts crying and i just Mm. i want the entire world for brie Mm-hmm. I just want to see her happy and with someone who I don't think Matt's a bad person for not being so drawn to her. I just think that he's the wrong person for her, and I would love yeah. to see her with the right person. She deserves someone who, yeah, is obsessed with her. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Uh-huh. So then we go, they like stay overnight in this log cabin very romantic Mm -hmm. very. and and the morning after their little birds and bees b-roll to quote taylor swift i think they did it but i just can't prove it (laughs) it was steamy it was a little steamy or like they just were giving they were giving off that little vibe that they had like because, you know, then they interviewed them and they're like, we connected on like a whole new level. We connected
0: on a whole nother
1: level. Yeah, exactly, like exactly. And I'm like, I'm sure you did, baby. Good for you. Um, so there's that. And that leads to our next truth and lie. So when Brie, le- when Brie leaves, clearly... Matt has to follow her outside and give her a kiss goodbye and, you know, say, say goodbye. and Send her off. Send her off. Send her back to the ladies. And we're going to discuss what Matt's wearing. So the truth and the lie are what he is wearing while saying goodbye to Brie. The first one is that he's wearing matching flannel pajamas which they were in a log cabin, so think about that. Um, a tuxedo jacket, hotel slippers.
0: Interesting, interesting. I'm gonna go with tuxedo jacket and slippers.
1: You're absolutely correct. He's yes. wearing like a tuxedo. No shirt underneath. No, he's wearing a tuxedo jacket, a shirt like leggings like men's leggings and slippers
0: he's like in a full shacker fit
1: that's what i was saying <laughs> i was gonna say i was like i don't know if anyone will understand this but like he was dressed in a little shacker outfit
0: he was walking down greek row the night after formal
1: yes from his date. should we should we explain house. to the to the people, okay. So, people, you might not have been on a college campus during the total frat move era, but Haley and I, unfortunately, were.
0: Unfortunately, we were.
1: <laughs> and a shacker outfit would be any outfit that you wear post hookup at a fraternity house. And so, this could be a far too a large shirt yeah, a far too large fraternity shirt. Maybe his like a pair of his gym shorts, or you could just wear your dress from the night before as the bottom. Um, But also this can apply to males as well with just the, the random collection of Mm -hmm. clothing from the night before. So maybe Mm -hmm. he didn't want to wear his button up shirt, but he wore the white shirt that was underneath and then the tuxedo shirt. And it's just a way to say it's a silly outfit. Good job. Good job, Annie. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here and share my experiences. Okay. Huh. But then we cut back to Brie is feeling on the moon. She is so glowing. She's so happy. And, you know, she's just walking back to the gals to tell them she's not going to, like, flaunt it in and be like, oh, my God, it went so well. But she just was like, yeah, like, it was really nice to talk to him like that.
0: Yeah, that's what they always say.
1: But Rachel is on one. Before Brie even walks in, Rachel does, and this is what I quote, Asterix, bitchy sigh. <sighs> I don't want to see her. Like, she is just so mad. It's as if she didn't know that she was signing up to go on a show with a guy that dates 30 other women at the same time. Yeah. And like, don't take it out on Bree. What the fuck? Yeah. Um. But so Rachel is just—you
0: can be frustrated with the process without being rude.
1: Yeah, without being rude. And Which so you, yeah, Rachel's just all on one, and then like she's taking it out on the girls to the point that like she gets up. She's like, well, I guess I need to go get ready for my date. And she gets up, and like after she walks away, Bree says to Michelle, "She's like, is she okay? Like, is she good?" Because, like, obviously Michelle isn't acting in that way. Like, Brie wouldn't have acted that mm-hmm. I way. Wonder, like, I don't know. I wonder if they
0: always had this episode edited how it was. Or if they gave her, like, a worse edit or a better edit.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's just interesting to think yeah. about. We'll never know. But
1: we'll never know. Um, but so then Rachel gets ready for her date. And she's walking up to Matt. And it is, like, crickets like you know how usually they play like uplifting happy music and she sees him and she'll start like running running and she sees him him. and she's pissed off she is the epitome of the like mad girlfriend that isn't going to tell you that she's mad Mm
0: -hmm. very
1: very 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 um
0: passive i just
1: think it's funny how that that is Mm -hmm. the vibe that she's giving off and so matt's Oh, wait, okay, I guess I have to do... Okay, so Matt's, Matt tells her, he's like, oh, I've been thinking about you in a nice way.
0: Oh, God, that just set her off.
1: And it does! She goes, she was like, I was worried about that. Like, mad. Like, she, And Matt does not know what to do. So then we go into the the activities of the date. So here's another truth and lie for you. So truths and lies. They do pottery. They watch fireworks, and the fantasy suite is in the penthouse. What was the second one? Fireworks? Fireworks.
0: Okay, well, I saw a picture of them doing pottery. Mm. So I believe that to be true. Um, Let's say that the other truth is the penthouse. Give the Nima Colin a little more PR.
1: It's pottery and fireworks though they do get their entire own house like and their entire own mima colin building yeah it's weird um but so she is just so mad at him and it is going it's like making the entire pottery experience super uncomfortable and also like They're showing all these clips of the pottery instructor saying these things. And you're like, oh, my God, this is foreshadowing. Like, there's this one quote of the pottery instructor saying, you had an idea of how things were going to work out, but things change. Okay. And then um, Rachel is, like, slightly going insane because the pottery instructor, like, they're making pots or whatever. And obviously, like, it uses... Hands and like it can be a kind of like sexual gesture. And Rachel's going insane as the pottery instructor is saying, like, oh, like put your hand in the hole and like guide it. Like, <laughs> so many things I are.
0: I hate this freaking show.
1: They are torturing this woman and they don't even know it. Like, did the producers say to the pottery instructor, like, okay. We really need to like hone in on the euphemisms. Like whatever oh, no, they definitely
0: could... <laughs> regardless of what they regardless of what they knew Rachel was going through they definitely They
1: definitely did. Told they told the
0: pottery teacher to be yeah. as erotic as possible.
1: Because then, you know, if they're having a good time, leads to a good fantasy suite. If they're having a bad time, leads to so many again, jealousy issues. The fantasy suite states
0: has been around. I don't know if it's been around since the beginning, but it's been around for a long time. Everyone knows the fantasy suites imply sex. Yes. But that doesn't stop the producers from giving you as many obvious but subtle hints throughout the entire episode as possible. Yes.
1: Absolutely. Uh, So, (laughs) my next note is, she is really mad at him for having other girlfriends when the whole point of the show is having other girlfriends. Yeah. I said what I said. And... She starts giving me major, like, you dated other people before me? <laughs> and she, like, those tweets that used to go Show around. <laughs> I was going to say, like, those tweets that used to go around that are, like, doesn't it make you so pissed off to think that, like, your future husband could be dating someone else right now? It's like, well... I don't know my future husband. I'm not going to yeah. be mad at him. That's
0: absurd. That's literally absurd. <laughs>
1: um, but so she's really just giving off that energy of like, oh, you've ha- you've dated women in the past that weren't me. And it was just a lot. Um, but they like sit down and they have a chat and it all gets worked out. Because obviously, oh, like, thank God. we all know he likes her the most. He told her he loved her like episode five. Yeah yeah so obviously like he just needed to be like oh but i love you and she's fine um and then we go to the date night so then they're fine they're like making out all over the pottery stuff she's covered in clay they get Mm -hmm. over it and i saw that and i was like he just ruined a good pair of jeans because i don't know how you'd get clay out of jeans
0: also like i know the show isn't real life but like in real life if you're and granted what she was mad about wasn't valid mm-hmm. but in real life if you are mad at your partner they can't just say i love you and it and it's resolved that's not how life works
1: yeah 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 yeah. but uh, because
0: the show isn't real life to her hearing i love you is like a big deal because uh, live the show
1: yeah so he basically just validates her and being like oh i know you're frustrated." Blah, and she's like, I've been in my head all week. He's like, I get that. Blah. I don't know. Um, but then they Whatever. get to the yeah, they get to the night portion, and he's like talking about how like how sexy he finds her. I'm like, okay, go off. No, I don't want to hear that. Okay, um, I'm
0: not a prude, but no, thank you.
1: They just, I'm, I'm like, do you actually really? like each other as humans and think that you could get married or do you really just want to hook up with the other person yeah do you just
0: want to jump each other's bones
1: because there's people like, that you are both
0: beautiful yeah. we can't argue that
1: because sometimes in life there are people that you are just physically compatible with and not emotionally spiritually etc 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 compatible with mm-hmm And like they just give me that like just physical compatibility. Yeah.
0: Whereas like him and Michelle seem like mentally compatible and emotionally compatible. I agree with
1: that. Exactly. And so Yeah,
0: like I feel like the conversations, and I granted, I know we only see a fraction of everything, mm -hmm. but I feel like the conversations that him and Michelle have go way like deeper deeper than like any conversation he's had with Rachel.
1: Yes, fully agree. And then it leads me to be like, what do you talk about? but then they very clearly had like their fantasy suite night. So I don't really know what happened there because they didn't show her morning after. Interesting. Interesting. So this, this leads into my next convo. What would your dream fantasy suite date be?
0: Like the whole day? Yeah. Mm, I don't know. I'm trying to think.
1: What I would think, yours be? I think I'd like to, like, go to a museum of some kind and, like, be able to, like, walk around together. Not, like, super heavily physical, but just, like, enjoy our space together. And then um, I'm trying to think, like, the accommodations at night because yeah. we know it's not just a room. It's a tent. It's an igloo. It's a window. Yeah. I... For some reason, the first thing that came to my mind would
0: be like a cooking class. Ooh, I feel like cute, that would be really fun Cute. for like the day portion. And then um, that's I don't very know why like, that just came to my mind. That's
1: very like realistic too. Yeah, like, exactly. The vibe of like who they are as a person. And, exactly. Like, they like be like that's why I like the museum exactly. because it's not like a pottery class. Like, how often do you take yeah. a pottery class with your boyfriend? Not yeah, often. And then
0: accommodations-wise, um, definitely not a tent. No, no um, tent. I'm not interested in that. No Anything tent. like small or tiny houses, I'm not interested in that. No. I think I want <laughs> – it's going to make me sound so boring. I think I just want like a nice hotel.
1: <laughs> I think I want a nice – airbnb that's like yeah. in a downtown location she's yeah. got some
0: good views yeah or like a penthouse situation yeah would yeah, be yeah, cool. yeah
1: yeah yeah okay well good to know just thought i'd check okay producers you're hearing this Noted. plan it out we just planned two great dates for you one is a cooking yeah, why class in a, a hotel class? that's so good the cooking class is very good um yeah i like that Okay, I would like a cabin too. A cabin would be cool. A cabin would be cute. Like you do a, like daytime, a house. You do a daytime date of like canoeing or skiing or some outdoorsy thing, and then you go back to the cabin. Cute. Yeah. Good. Whew. Okay. So it's finally time for the rose ceremony. All three women show up in black gowns. Okay, they're matching. Iconic. They are. They're together. Charlie's Angels. Charlie's Angels, exactly. If I were Matt, I would be, I mean, obviously I know who I like most, but we have to recognize that these are three insanely beautiful and smart Correct. women. So he has a Correct. difficult decision ahead of him. Correct. Um,
0: There's no floaters anymore.
1: No. No, no, no. These are very- Touches. Yes, 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 yes.
0: Rachel's made mistakes, but-
1: But nonetheless, she is still a human. Caught. She is still very attractive. <laughs> she has- Her collegiate degree. He clearly has a connection with her. He clearly has a connection with her. So he's looking at those two roses. And the first rose goes to Michelle. Okay. Haley's happy. And then after a pause, the second goes to Rachel. Called it. Yeah.
0: So I'm telling you, I know poor, this felt like the back of my hand.
1: Poor Brie. Poor and girl. So Brie, like, kind of immediately turns to hug Michelle. And, like, I think Michelle was, like, tearing up a little bit. And I think they cut it weird because I think Rachel turned to her, like, expecting to try to hug her. But she went to Michelle first. And then they didn't show her hugging Rachel. But I would find it weird if they did it yeah so i think the cut was purposeful yeah
0: and you also have to remember that like they the girls on the show didn't know about rachel's like no. past and unless rachel yeah. like had and unless i mean and i don't know unless rachel was like spewing microaggressions like yeah i i've been led to believe that the girls probably got along with rachel yes. decently well
1: yes exactly and so i'm like that's interesting they like cut that because they're trying to like cut the ties between the girls to rachel i don't know um But so Brie just has so much grace and like poise in talking to Matt and like in having her final like words with him. He's basically just saying, like, I don't really know what to say except for something just wasn't there and I don't know what it was, but it just He said that? Yes. He just was like it wasn't there.
0: That's so tough because there's always like one person that they send home with that reason. And it's like And it feels like BS to the, I feel like it feels like BS to the person, but I think we all like understand what Matt's getting at. Like sometimes there's just not that extra, that it factor.
1: Exactly. And like that it factor is there with the.
0: Exactly. When you compare it to other people. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, and then that leads me to my last and final thought, which I'd kind of touched on. I don't remember the last time this franchise has brought me joy. (laughs)
0: Yes, Um,
1: I feel like
0: I now get joy from this franchise through talking about it with other people.
1: Yes, yes. Like, the community that yeah. it gives me. Um, but I don't get joy from the episodes. Some,
0: no, and, and unless it's like laughing at some good old-fashioned crazies. But lately, mm-hmm. those crazies have, have veered too much into mean girl territory.
1: Mm-hmm. So... So yeah, that's
0: my thoughts. Um, we do this job for you guys not because we like it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we do this for the people. We're so selfless. Um, and then we just cut to the previews previews. As we know next week they meet Matt's mom. It seemed like Matt and Matt's mom and Michelle were really getting along, so that was great for me because I love Michelle. Um, and then what else did we see? We just saw love crying a lot of tears happen next week classic classic for the final rose ceremony episode but so next week we have final rose ceremony and then the week after that we have after the final rose and the week
0: after right no they normally do them back to back
1: (gasps) oh really oh that made me so excited okay
0: two episodes back to back
1: okay well that just made me so excited okay cool See, I yeah, don't know the together. series as well as I thought I did. I've just watched it know for it like, like way too four well. years.
0: I unfortunately know like <laughs> the exact structure of every season. Um, That's all, folks. All right. Well, great job, Annie. So let's see. You got me. Was it like half and half on the – ooh, my voice is cracked. Was it like half and half on the Befumbled?
1: Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, I, I, I believe so. I feel pretty good. I'm pretty excited to watch. Well, am I excited to watch next week? I don't know.
0: I say that I know this franchise really well. I don't really know what's going to happen next week.
1: I think Annie
0: and I were made privy to some spoilers, but I think that there's more. I do think there's more to it than that.
1: Yes. And honestly, maybe I'm just excited for the season to be over. I know. Who
0: knows what we have up our sleeve next, you guys?
1: Uh, there are discussions of what we do in the the break between Bachelorette so seasons. Mm-hmm. If you have any extra suggestions, we might consider them, but I think we have some pretty good ideas, honestly and speaking of that,
0: Bachelorette there's been some rumors. Yes, all I'm gonna say is, we deserve more than Bachelor Nation deserves more. Then another white woman who didn't make it to the final set eight.
1: Yep. And that's that on that. Yep. All right. Well, you guys, hope you're doing well. Hope you're all staying okay. Hope you're getting your vaccine soon. You're vaccinated, right? You have one vaccine. I'm halfway. (gasps) I'm one dose in, baby. That's so exciting. Yep. Yes, yes. So... So we hope you all hope. share the same joy as we yes. will meet soon
0: and stay healthy. We love you guys.
1: Kisses. Kisses. Goodbye.